0: Hey guys, welcome back to Brozone In today's episode, we are joined by newly signed UFC fighter, Jared Vandera How are you getting on, Jared?
1: I'm doing good, how about yourselves?
0: Good, good Uh, I'm good here (laughs) I'm good here Good to hear Um... Yeah, so, of course, you're joined by Owen and Daniel again. Episode 11 of Brozone interview. Uh, we head straight into it, Jared. Sorry about that. I'm at the gym, and things get blurry. You're at the gym, are you? Yeah. Are you in a training session or something? Yeah, I'm getting no.
1: ready for this fight. Oh, yeah, bad? no, I'm trying to get my work in, uh... Before I have my conversation with Usada.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So is that is that for your fight in December? Yes. Ah uh, yeah. So uh, yeah I may as well yeah. start with that. Uh, so yeah, you just beat um, was it Harry Huntsaker and Dana White's contender series, and now you're fighting Sergei Spivak. I think I pronounced that right at u s c 256 in December. How are you feeling about that opponent and? How you feeling overall in this training camp
1: uh the opponent
0: i mean i literally
1: asked for him and i got him so i felt like i was like oh shit this is awesome <laughs> so that the the opponent wise was uh great because literally i got what i asked for next was um uh, this camp's been okay it started monday monday okay. um uh, yeah little little bumps and bruises and uh at the start of the camp due to the fact that like the turnaround was massively quick i went from dana white contender series literally into training camp so yeah i haven't really had a lot to rest even like thursday and friday i was back at my job working and getting my business up and running uh, so I haven't really had any days off.
0: Very, very hectic schedule, it sounds like.
1: So so, yeah, you, I work harder
2: than an ugly stripper. <laughs> 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 so do you know for um, a training camp, what would it typically be like um, after you get your fight? So like, would you start training just continuously throughout the year or would you only train when you know you have a fight?
1: Oh, I train continuously throughout the year. So when we get a camp, it just becomes more... Uh, specified to the person I'm fighting or what we would like me to do or see in a fight and I'm trying to always evolve during the off season or my off season so when I go into a fight I can always bring a new tool that has been seen before
0: hmm yeah I getcha alright um Jared the um MMA is one of the most uh, brutal sports why did you uh, choose it?
1: uh i'm poor and i wanted to punch <laughs> people uh, i mean i live in a town called Hemet, and it's it's a weird city now you got like three like weird groups you got it, at first it was a senior citizen community then they got a lot of crackheads <laughs> and and as of recently we've gotten two new groups uh we got a lot of gang, uh, gang bangers coming from San Bernardino and L.A. area. But these are like the not-so-hard gangsters that want to act like they're Billy Badasses, but they're not. And then we got all these, uh, like, Orange County wives, Macula wives coming in, and, you know, they're your typical Karens. Like, oh, my God, <laughs> I can't believe you just crossed the intersection with the red light. It's like, ma'am, it's the hood. It's what we do here <laughs> uh, so with that kind of city I just like I needed something to do whether uh, instead of just you know getting into selling drugs yeah I have a lot of friends that went went, went to selling marijuana to Coke and now crack and mess because you know I mean, it's not that rich and not a lot of people could for coke around here
2: mm. so, uh, yeah, so like I saw a lot of my
1: friends go that
0: route. so I was like like, you know what yeah 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 Go on.
1: so I was like I'll just punch people
0: when did you start training MMA I'll say that like did you start young or was it like Uh, you find it in your later like teen years
1: teen years more or less I grew up watching movies like kickboxer and bloodsport which I really enjoyed Muay Thai and then Mm -hmm. at the time there was no kickboxing gym around it was just a bunch of boxing gyms and Just because everyone was like, oh, don't box, blah, 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 blah. I tried to do the football thing. And then in high school, I got into wrestling because I wanted to kind of do get into martial arts. So I did the wrestling thing. And then after wrestling season, a new new gym opened up. I was like, hey, I want to punch and kick people too. (laughs) And that was 10 years ago.
2: So just there when you're on the boat, um, getting into MMA from a young age, now that you're a professional fighter, what would you say are the biggest like pros and cons of being a fighter, I suppose? Uh,
1: There's really not a lot of pros. <laughs> 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 like, if, if, if you're like, oh, I'm going to make it rich, I'm going to be the next Conor McGregor, I'm going to tell you this, no, you're not.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a one he's kinda like once in a generation he's, type
1: of player. I would say he's once in a generation, but he's he's the he's that guy that currently just personifies it. Yeah. And everyone thinks that they're him, but no one sees his work ethic. And you get all these ego, arrogant fucks that are like, Oh, I could beat him <laughs> and I'm like, Well, he works hard. Where the hell are you at the gym?
0: Yeah, I guess you. like does a reason um, he got So I trigger.
1: don't yeah. So I see that I hear a lot of people say that they're going to be that next guy. It's just, it's the pros are, you know, you learn how to fight. That's that's more or less it. Like the money doesn't come until your later career. So you have to put in years and years to even get a dime like of any real money. And even then, it goes pretty quick because you have camp, you have trainers, you have food, you got life, you got girlfriend, boyfriend, or whatever that they cost money too. <laughs> yeah. And then by the time you have any money, you find a new job to actually provide family.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Uh, but before, when you mentioned like you have to pay for like training camp and you have all these different expenses on your way up. Did you, ever since you got the the contract from Dana and you like signed to the UFC did you feel that it was like kind of all worth it like where you kind of like feel like I finally made it like when you got that when you beat uh, when you won his contender series there recently
1: uh it, it was one of those moments where like I felt like I wouldn't say it's worth it just yet. Okay. But I felt like I was like fucking finally I'm here. This is where I needed to be five years ago, ten or like like I felt like I should have been here a couple years ago.
0: Oh, but now you. Find and it, so,
1: so I'm here, now. and you know I'm already back to back on the grind.
0: The grind never stops. Uh,
1: what's your uh, favorite uh, yeah. aspect of MMA? Uh kicking people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I. I I, I have offered people money to let me kick them as hard as I humanly can, and people have not taken up, me up on that offer.
2: How much? Because I, I I'd consider it.
1: Oh, a uh, hundred dollars.
2: <laughs> make make it two hundred, and you got a deal.
1: Don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you actually would take it as
0: well. No, it actually that, I was that. like. Yeah. I, 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 I was just as you were saying Like your favorite aspect of uh, MMA was kicking And you were saying earlier like When you were growing up there wasn't really any kickboxing gyms And it was just boxing Did you ever feel like you wished there was like a Muay Thai gym open when you were younger That you would have gotten into it maybe earlier
1: Oh yeah I do Well I would have wanted that But realistically And As much as there was let's say The best kickboxing gym down my street I grew up very poor I grew up with no money and stuff like that, so even even if I was given the opportunity to, or like if I ha- like had been in close proximity to one of those gyms, I wouldn't have been able to go. Okay, uh, I get you. I've been struggling financially all my life, so now it's like, hey, I'm not struggling as much. I'm still uh, like. You know let me win a few fights and then we'll talk about not struggling how
0: much of a relief it is not to worry about
1: paying rent or something
0: yeah so you feel like your your situation has improved but you're not there yet you're not where you want to be
1: yeah like honestly like if I can knock this guy out and get a finite bonus we solid. like I'd be like okay I'm out of debt like yeah, like I mean, my goal isn't to get the fight night bonus. My goal is just to win, have fun doing it, enjoy the journey, and eventually just accumulate those wins. And you know, hopefully, I will be able to be like, hey, this is my life. I'm able to provide for. Her. I'm able to give my family, my daughter, everything I could not have. So yeah, yeah.
2: So you're on about um, winning there. I was just wondering what, what what do you think you bring to the heavyweight division that maybe they haven't seen so far? Like, how far do you think you can go in the division?
1: Uh I think I bring a level of well-roundedness that's not necessarily seen in the heavyweight division. You see a lot of guys still particularly good at just one thing. Like You look at him like, oh, this is over him. He's going to kickbox you. Oh, this is Curtis Blades. He's going to wrestle you. Oh, this... Oh, this is this like is maybe someone of the most well-rounded, but yeah. even then it's like, oh, he boxes and he wrestles. I'm like, even then, that's very limited.
0: Yeah. yeah right. I, so say, not many having of them are good kickers and sure. If kicking's is favorite aspect, not many of them will probably have dealt with that in the past.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm also a black belt in jujitsu. I train at a wrestling gym and in Hammond, there's a lot of boxers that I picked up some things from. So I mean I feel like I, I come well rounded despite the fact that my performance uh, last Wednesday was horrible.
0: Oh, why do you think it was horrible? Uh, so you but yeah, the end. did you feel uh, you could have been a bit more dominant maybe.
1: Oh yeah, no, I like I I allowed him to rush in and you know do all that. Yeah. I know, like I know what to do in that situation, and I uh, I allowed him to hit me. Sure, I should have sure. just beat his ass in the first ten seconds and just <laughs> ended the fight there. Yeah. But yeah, right, no. Yeah,
0: sure. sure, that'll come with experience. I'm sure. I'm sure, you get more fights in the UFC in your belt and more victories. That'll come. Them 10-second KOs. Yeah. So.
1: Um, uh, I mean, I like. Oh, I was gonna say. I don't think I'm going to have a lot of 10 second KOs. I don't have that punching know. power they like Francis. Know. I don't just touch people and they like they don't end up like Spider-Man at the end
2: of the uh, the Marvel <laughs> movies.
1: I don't feel so good. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the only heavy that I seem to do that really so far is in Ghana, like just yeah. pure. He has that one Yeah, power. yeah, I don't have that power.
0: Would you like to face Ngannou sometime in the future? Like, would you see him as a future opponent of yours?
1: Oh, yeah. If I didn't think so, I'd be a fool.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Is
1: it, like, I mean, it, it's uh, this is a fight game. If I'm scared to step into the fight against Francis, I shouldn't be in doing this. Yeah.
2: Do you think there's um many people in the fight game that could be afraid, or do you think everyone has that mindset that I'm in there to win it? Or
1: yeah, uh, I I definitely think there's people that are in it that are like I could beat everybody, and then there's other people that are like, oh, I'm just here for a paycheck, <laughs> and I think the people that think that they're here for a paycheck are going to lose.
0: Yeah, so you yeah. feel
1: like they
0: need to be
1: like yeah. I I mean Stipe fought Francis.
0: Yeah, the true because Stepe
1: knew that he he was he was better. He wasn't scared. And yeah. then you get people that were scared and they they get knocked out real quick.
0: Yeah, so if you were to fight in Ghana, you win with the like no fear game plan. You wouldn't be scared to engage, and I think that that is actually how you, you would beat him because that's what Stepe did. He didn't care about the one punch knockout power or anything. He was he was fearless, and that, I think you're right. That's you need that mentality to be successful.
1: Yeah, no, like like I have like I have a game plan that if I had miraculously magically appeared at Francis's doorstep in the next year. I have a game plan. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to work, but I'm going to fucking die trying.
2: That's the best mentality. Do you think it's um, important to have a game plan for nearly everyone in the division, just in case there's pullouts or injuries, so you just always have to be prepared because you never know where your fight game is going to go?
1: Yes and no. I mean, you should always be preparing for... For everybody, you should be working on all all aspects of MMA. You're grappling, you're wrestling, you jiu-jitsu, you stand up, because you don't want to be in a spot where you do get early call out. And for some reason, you fight. Let's say, let's say I fight for Verdum. I don't want to be in a spot where, oh, I've been just training my striking so much that I go with Verdum and get armbarred in ten seconds.
0: Yeah, to keep the game well rounded, as you were saying earlier.
1: Yeah. Granted, it is Verdum, and that would be a that would be a sketchy fight.
0: <laughs> Verdum's not an easy fight for many people, to be fair.
1: Yeah, true.
0: And I guess speaking of other fighters on the roster, who would you say like your current favorite one would be? Like, is there anyone in particular like you would take inspiration from and kind of try to imitate their style in a way? Like, is there someone you see maybe even in, even in the heavyweight division?
1: Uh, there, there's one fighter in the heavyweight division. I think is doing a phenomenal transition from his Muay Thai career to MMA. Is uh, Cyr- Cyril Jean? I cannot say this dude's name. Uh, he's fighting Junior Dos Santos on the same card I'm fighting. Oh, okay. I think he's brought. Uh, I think he's he's tied in the uh, tied in everything very well. I think he's very smart. And I think he's going to think. I think that's one of those guys that would could easily be a next champion.
0: Feel like he's a bright
1: future ahead of him. Oh yeah, no, I definitely think he he's he's gonna be golden. Uh Jared, uh what do you uh who do you base your g- yeah. game off? My game uh whatever my coaches tell me to do. I like I don't really try to base myself off of everything. Like originally I watched John Jones when I was younger. I'm like, oh, he's tall and lengthy, I'm tall. And lengthy. So I'm like, I want to do some of that stuff and then I just started learning different ins and outs and I'm like, okay, I want to do this, I want to do that, change this up and eventually it just came more or less what I felt comfortable with, what I'm strong with and, you know, what my coaches think that might improve my skills.
2: What do you think your um, best asset is? Like your best shot, you know what I mean? Your best attribute, I suppose.
1: <laughs> oh, definitely kicking. Taking in my cardio, I feel like I have good cardio
2: for a big dude. Do you um, have any tips for anyone getting into MMA, like as a beginner? I suppose that just doesn't have a clue. Really, like what should they uh, not do, and what should they do, really? Uh,
1: first, you know, the hardest thing and the easiest thing to do is just get into a gym. Uh, get into a gym and find a coach that works for you. Then after that, listen to your coach. Uh, listen to your coach. If they, ha- if you find yourself growing and you're winning fights and stuff, do it. And don't be afraid to take a hard fight every now and then, especially as an amateur. It's the best thing to do a- in your amateur career is, you know, get a few fights in your uh, belt to feel the experience of what it's like to fight. Then once you start picking up some of the amateur wins – Go with an opponent that might challenge you one way or another. Let's say they have better wrestling than you or better striking. Go with that person because you need to have that experience before going pro. And be willing to listen and grow. And that's where a lot of people I've noticed is once they become pro fighters, they don't want to listen. They don't want to grow. They just kind of like, oh, well, I'm a pro fighter. I know everything. It's like you know a lot, but be willing to grow.
2: Do you think it's important for everyone to nearly have a loss, like, on their record and just learn from their mistakes because if they're just winning everything, they're not going to develop a mindset where they think they'll just, just walk over the division?
1: No, no, I don't necessarily think that that's the case because, you know, they might not have a loss in their career, but, you know, you don't know what their personal life is, you know, happened. And they might be taking L's, you know, in their relationships. They might be taking losses with family members, you know, like, you know, them, you know, passing or just, you know, them separating from family members. Like some people just, you know, they might not lose in the sport because it's the only place they feel like they can win. So I wouldn't say a loss is necessarily a a requirement, but it's one of those things where I think you should go with other people to find out if you have any uh, places that could be exploited. And maybe they find them, and then let's say you win the fight, but you are real honest with yourself, like, yo, he was tagging me with that left hook. I need to work for my left hook defense.
2: Yeah, I get you, I get
0: you. Yeah, so as you are saying, you don't feel like um – you need a loss on your way up, but you feel like it's important to challenge yourself in your amateur career. That was actually an interesting point you brought up, but your amateur career, would you, like, obviously your pro career is, like, where you make your money and etc., but do you, in a way, do you feel your amateur career is kind of more beneficial as you grow as a fighter compared to your pro career? Not looking at the money now, of course.
1: Yeah, no, like like, with my amateur career, I purposely went with guys that could beat me just so I know what to do and how to react to certain things yeah and you know I felt like that really built me up in a way that genuinely you know impacted my pro career
0: do you feel like that impact was a positive or more positive or more negative one overall
1: oh definitely more positive um I mean like right when I turned pro I did I did Yeah, when I turned pro, I went like on a five, win- uh, five fight winning streak.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Uh, so, yeah, so I mean, I definitely didn't hate hate it. I thought it was very uh, informative, and you know, I've been doing pretty good since then.
0: Yeah, you have been sure. You got you got signed. That's that's what most fighters look. Uh, that's their end goal: get into the UFC, and they got there.
1: Uh, uh, getting signed to the UFC is just step one. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I guess that's true. Guess we got, the we goal
0: got. Goal is to have enough yeah. money to provide for your family, as you said.
1: Yeah, but you, you, like the money is going to come one way or another. It's you know like like there's the goals. I I like to fight. Okay, so I will fight any and everyone, and then you know eventually I would like to fight for that championship belt and. When I have, you know, when I have that, I want to like try to break some records there before retiring.
2: So on your path to the belt, realistically, you have to face your opponent in December. How do you see the fight playing out? Uh, I feel
1: like it's going to be either a long drawn out war. I feel like, you know, I think he could hang. Like, I don't think he's been really hit hard. even when he went with Ty, I think Ty hit him once or twice, but I didn't think Ty to have also capitalized on that. Uh, but I think he, he's he, he's one of those guys that is a gamer and can go to war. But I also think it's very possible to catch him early.
0: Okay, speaking of your next opponent, uh, do, you see actually, do you see any like weaknesses or um, like things you can exploit in? Sergei or Sergei Spivak's game that you feel you can exploit? Like have, if, if you watch this fight and you've seen something that maybe you can capitalize on or exploit in December.
1: The, the best way to say it is stylistically. Like his style, for some reason, I believe would play very well into mine. Okay. And I think that would be the best way to say it. Like, because to sit there and say, like, because – it's working for him what he's done and I think I think stylistically it just works better for me Okay.
0: Um, spe- final point on I guess surrogate is there do you want to make a prediction when uh, what round do you think you'll get the victory in or will it go to a decision how do you f- how do you see the fight playing out
1: Oh, uh, I see myself winning by flying triangle, first round.
0: Flying triangle. If that honestly, if, if that prediction comes true, yeah. y- you deserve the shot at the title.
2: <laughs>
1: no, no, I, I'll I'll take my time. Yeah. There, there, there's there's <laughs> a, like I don't want to rush to the top just yet.
2: <laughs> so, uh, uh, if you beat Sergey, what 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 next for your career? Like, who'd you have your eyes on? And... Uh, uh,
1: right now, I haven't thought that far ahead because Sergey's still, uh, like, a month out. So I'm not really thinking anything past that. I'm just focusing on that. You know, give me, like, a couple days before the fight where I'm a little bit more, like, okay, I'm feeling better, like, mentally, like, I'm going to murder this guy attitude, and that can give you a different prediction then. But right now, it's just the only thing I have on my mind is Sergey. And then once we get closer, where I'm like, okay, we're here, we're here. There's nothing more I can do. Then I can be, I'll could be, i be a little bit more open to looking into the future.
0: Listen, uh, man, thanks for coming on. I think that's a good way to wrap it up there with your final prediction, flying uh, tr- triangle. Is there a Nancy you want to add, before? Yeah. No. Uh, uh, before we finish up is there anything else you'd like to say to us Jared is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we finish today's episode
1: um, I mean I don't have a lot to say but I mean I appreciate all you guys having me you know it's been a fun conversation <laughs> uh, if you have any other questions even outside of the fight realm I can maybe a- answer them uh, yeah so I mean Outside of that, yeah.
0: I've, no, listen, man, we appreciate it. Uh, You'll no. we'll have the support of Brozone in your fighting career. We'll be rooting for you in for December against Surrogate. So that's been it
2: for today's episode. I appreciate that. Um, that's Jared Vandera, and hopefully he wins in December by a flying triangle. Uh, you can follow us on Brozone Official on Instagram, Brozone HD on Twitter, and you can email us.